Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. I hope you're having an amazing day. Happy Monday. I will be back at work today and I am not looking forward to that. <laughs> so I just got back from vacation on Thursday night. Um, my sister, my mom and I went to Maui, Hawaii. It was our first time. Um, my mom had been wanting to go to Hawaii for like the longest time and that's been like her dream to go there. So we finally took her and it was so much fun. It was very relaxing. I honestly felt like I was somewhere else, like really, really far away. I mean, Hawaii is far, but I felt like I was in another country and it was nice to just get away from like the usual running around here, going to my eight to five and doing everything I do. It's hard hard for me like I told you guys in the last episode to relax but at this time I really did relax. Usually I'm the one that plans all the trips and like all the activities but thankfully this time I just booked like the flights and the stay but my sister booked the car and she like planned what we we're gonna do like she's the one that did the research. Here and there I'll help like hey I want to go here or hey let's go here but for the most part she did everything else and I am so grateful because I definitely needed that. I just felt like I needed a break and this was a perfect break before the holidays. So everything went really smoothly and I remember getting to Hawaii and telling my sister like, oh my god, I'm so glad everything went okay. And she's like, why wouldn't it? But I always get like travel anxiety and I think like, oh, I hope everything works out. Like I get stressed. I get stressed. It's just the type of person that I am but I need to relax more. I need to learn a little bit from my sister because I'm always on edge. She's like, you're always stressed out. That's why your hair is always falling out. And that kind of hurt my feelings because it's true. <laughs> I don't know if it's stress, but definitely after COVID, my hair fell way more than it did before. Side note. So before I went to Hawaii, I had been telling my mom in the mornings like, my hair is just so curly. My hair has gotten really curly. But I really didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, just because I probably went to sleep with my hair wet and I put it in a bun, so that's why it got curly. In Hawaii, obviously with the humidity and like the rain, my hair was like extra, extra curly. But I didn't think anything of it because I was like, oh, I'm in an island, like, está humedo, whatever. I got home and I washed my hair and I just let it air dry, and again, like, I'm talking about un riso, like, a curl curl, and I looked in the mirror, I was like, this is not me, who is this girl in the mirror, and I, I don't know what happened, guys, has this ever happened to you, does your hair just change, because I did get a haircut a couple months back, but it wasn't short, I've had this haircut before, so my sister was saying something about, oh yeah, I heard that some people after COVID, their hair completely changed, and I'm like, is it that? Curly hair does run in my family. So I think I have to embrace these locks now. So I'm going to start buying like curly hair treatments and see how it goes. Because I was kind of feeling it. I was like, oh, me miro como like diferente. And like I was feeling myself. I'm like, I'm an island girl. <laughs> Anyways, Hawaii was awesome. Um, We didn't do anything crazy because as you guys know, if you've been listening to my podcast, I don't know how to swim. So yeah, the ocean's scary. 
It's funny because I love the beach, pero no puedo nadar. So I'll just get in until like my thighs and then I'm like scared to go anything deeper. But whatever. Sirena forever. Okay, maybe one day I'm going to learn how to swim. It's in my goals, pero me da miedo. <laughs> the first day we got there, we got a rental car. We went to our condo that we got. It was an ocean view, so that was really pretty. We went grocery shopping. That was not fun. Very expensive. And they don't have a lot of the same products that we have. And after that, we had dinner. We went to bed. We were so tired. The time change really screwed me up. I'm still like... I know it's only two hours, but it's like longer. What else did we do? Oh, my sister really wanted to do um, off-roading or getting on ATVs. Whatever those things are called. And um, my mom's like, oh, no, yo tengo miedo eso. And me, I'm like, it's raining. It's going to be scary. We're going to be sliding. And she's like, let's just do it. My sister's crazy. So if you know Roxy, if you're listening, Roxy, you're crazy. So she's like, I'm going to do it. So she booked it. We went. It was so much fun. My mom actually had fun, but estaba, ay, no. Tenía mucho miedo, but it was worth it. I appreciate it. Thanks, Roxy, for taking us on the ATVs. And after that, we had planned, like, we kind of just, like, laid on the beach, we explored, we walked around, went to a few farmer's markets, very relaxed, and we planned to go to the road to Hana. And the road to Hana is this curvy-ass road, and it's scary, and it's very long, but it's beautiful. One of my coworkers goes to Maui all the time, so he gave me, like, all the tips, and my uncle's been there. So they told us to download this app, and the app takes you all around the road to Hana. It tells you where to stop, where to park, and where to not stop, and what not to do, what to do. It's pretty cool, so if you go to Maui, or I think they have, like, other tours, but anyway, check it out. Check it out! <laughs> it's a Shaka guide, and it's pretty cool. So we did it, and my coworker had said, Melina, if it's raining, I suggest you don't do the road to Hana. And while we were there, it was raining on and off, but I kept checking the weather for that side of the island, and they're like, oh, no, it's not going to rain. Lies, it was raining. And I was laughing because I was like, my coworker said, do not do the road to Hana if it's raining. And at first, we're like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then there's, like, these bridges that you have to go. It's only one car, and it's only, like one way two way whatever it is one one road on each side and you have to yield for the car on the other side to go or you have to go and parecia oh my god it was scary so in the beginning it wasn't so bad we did all our stops it was beautiful like the views were amazing the beaches oh i can't even like it's, the water is so clear and so pretty it felt unreal parecia como si de mentiras we did a few hikes. We watched some waterfalls. We wanted to go in the waterfalls, but since it was raining, it was like super slippery. We didn't have the appropriate gear. At least the waterfalls that we wanted to go to weren't like easy to get to. And I didn't want to fall or my mom to fall. So we just like, nah, like, let's just see them from here. I would love to go back and just stay on that side of the island and do the road to Hana, but like in different days because there's so much to see. And you can't do it. I forgot how many miles it is, but there's no way to do everything in one day. And we left early y se nos hizo noche. We were at our last stop, the Black Sand Beach, and I started noticing que se estaba haciendo tarde. And I told my sister, hey, we should get going because it's going to get dark. And she's like, yeah, let's go. Don't worry about it. Like, I'm fine. And I trust her. She's a very good driver. 
So I wasn't too worried about her driving. What I was worried about mostly was that it was going to get dark and it was going to start raining. And that was my fear because if you've been there, you know how dark it gets and how scary the roads are. Que a veces ni puedes mirar quien viene del otro lado because it's like curvy. Pero ahí vamos. Y vamos bien. Um, the app tells you like, please move over for locals because they get frustrated with people driving slow. And we were driving slow because let's be safe. And everything was going fine until we're getting probably like, we were maybe like 40, like an hour out from being the end of the road. And we're driving and I noticed this like, like a golf cart type of, you know, the ones that people drive around like college campuses where they do like maintenance. So there's a little character, I think it's a golf cart, but it kind of looks bigger than a golf cart. I noticed one on the side of the road on my side and they had their lights on. There was a guy sitting there. All of a sudden, as soon as we passed by, and there wasn't too many cars. Like, I don't know where all the people went because there were a lot of cars. They probably just left earlier than we did or they drive really fast and we couldn't see them. So there wasn't too many cars when we were driving. But as soon as we pass, the guy turns on the thing, the golf cart, and another guy jumps in and they start, like, booking it behind us. And I just, like, my heart just sank. And the reason it sank is because they say that some of the people that live on that side, or just in, in the island in general, they don't like outsiders coming into their island, which I completely understand because they want to keep it and maintain it how they have it and it's theirs. I understand that. But just this fear in me, just like, I just like felt gross in my stomach. And I was like, oh my God, like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to scare my sister that's driving. And I don't want to scare my mom because she's going to panic. But I just had a bad feeling about it. So I kind of got like really scared. And I was just like, oh God, please, like, please don't let anything happen to us. Like, I'm like, what if they like kidnap us? What if they just like run us off the road? They rob us. They leave us here. My mind just goes to the worst fucking things all the fucking time. I hate that about myself, but I'd rather be aware than be dumb <laughs> because I'm always aware of my surroundings. I I know I, I tend to see good in people, but I see so much bad that I'm just aware all the time. And lately, the news has been a little crazy. So, uh, so many unfortunate events have happened. So, I'm always like hyper vigilant of everything. And as we're going down, I started noticing that my sister was driving like she was driving a decent speed and after that happened she just started driving crazy and in my stomach i'm like oh she knows and (laughs) i was telling my sister do you think we could have like twin telepathy because some i swear i don't know if it's like a sister thing but we'll show up wearing the same thing we'll order the same thing we don't even talk about it and like show up wearing the same thing or like hey i went here oh i did that too or we think the same things sometimes we're like we're not always together every day but when we are together we say things at the same time it's just crazy but i know that she knew what i saw and she saw the same thing so she was just like going through the curves going like 30 something miles per hour and you're supposed to go like 20 something and i'm just like oh my god like please and i just kept looking back and finally i looked back and i didn't see anybody behind us but another like car but it was scary guys (laughs) i don't know if we were being extra crazy or we were just like we knew something bad was gonna happen and we were able to lose them but it was scary 
it was very scary and after that like once we got lower and she's like oh my god did you see those guys that jumped in the golf cart and i'm like yeah is that why you're going fast she's like yeah she's like i panicked i was just like oh my god what am i gonna do i have to lose them and my mom's like can't get us all my mom wasn't even aware what was happening but i was like oh my god that's so crazy i was like i didn't want to say anything because i don't want to freak you guys out she's like i didn't want to say anything because i don't want to freak you out i was and i told her i noticed when you started driving that you definitely saw what i saw but we made it safe. It was such a long day. We woke up like at 7 and didn't get back to the condo like till like 10 or 11. It's so worth it. But definitely if you're not someone that likes to drive, don't do it. And just make sure that you plan. We didn't even stop at every stop and we still ran out of time. So make sure you plan ahead and see exactly what you want to see. It was so worth it. A little scary but worth it. I would never drive there. Um, definitely always would be a passenger. <laughs> and if you go to Hawaii, you must do a luau. We did the luau. It was so pretty. My mom loved it. She was like hula dancing the whole way back to the condo. I don't know if it's like her or the drinks that she had at the all you can drink luau. But it all in all, it was an amazing trip. I'm so glad that my sister and I were able to do this for my mom and just making memories. I'm kind of sad that this is the last vacation that I will be taking this year, I think. I got back home Friday because Thursday night we got to LAX pretty late and I stayed at my sister's house. And by the time we got home on Friday, it was like 2. So I just did a bunch of laundry, I unpacked and just got my life together. And then yesterday, Saturday, I planned to record, pero no tenía ganas. I was just binge watching Winter House. If you guys watch Winter House, oh my god, the drama. Please let me know if you watch it because I didn't like it, Summer House or Winter House at first, but the tea is good. <laughs> I just like reality trash TV. It's so bad, but so good. I also watched the Vanessa Guillen documentary and it was truly heartbreaking and I was shocked. I didn't know the details of the story, but now I do. And I couldn't believe everything that Vanessa and her family went through and have been through because it's truly heartbreaking and I was so amazed at how strong her mom her sisters her dad have been in advocating for Vanessa for justice for that bill to pass and it just goes to show that if you don't stay quiet someone eventually is going to listen to you and just the the fact that her sister just took it upon herself to make it her mission to keep fighting for this bill to pass was amazing to see and unfortunately it took this tragedy for something to change but the power of speaking up i i have no words i was really really proud of the family and how strong they are and I'm so sorry for their loss because it was such a it's just such a heartbreaking story just thinking about it just like brings me to tears and my condolences to her family and may Vanessa rest in peace. On this week's episode I wanted to talk about the unhappy holidays. Everyone always says 
happy holidays and you're supposed to be cheery and you're supposed to be happy and the snow is falling and people are singing Christmas carols and everything for the holidays is so perfect, glamorized, Hallmark. It's going to be like a Hallmark movie. And the reality is that the holidays are very difficult for many people. And by many people, I am one of those many people. From what I can remember as a kid, I love the holidays because my family would get together, we'd get together at my grandma's house, my mom's side of the family, and it was everybody, like all my cousins, all my uncles, aunts. And as a kid, I don't think you know of any drama going on, so you're just like ready for Santa to come and the toys and the tamales and the buñuelos and everything and thanksgiving the same thing the turkey even though i hate turkey (laughs) i don't hate it i just don't care for it but i love the sides and just everything is perfect when you're not aware of all the drama that surrounds your family as i grew older and i was more observant and just i don't i don't even remember when the holidays were ruined for me but i do recall a lot of the times that i've had like bad holidays and I hate to be such a Debbie Downer. My mom calls me the Grinch (laughs) because I'm like, "Eh, whatever. I don't really care for Christmas. I don't really care for the holidays. Although I do like it. Like, I think about it back when I was a kid and I'm like, oh, Christmas was so cool. But once I became like a teenager and I started noticing like the family not getting together and just drama and this person doesn't want to come because this person doesn't like this person and my dad had a huge part of why I hated the holidays so much because he would always cause problems and just be grumpy and just like I'd be excited for the holidays you know getting my outfit ready for the sala and then all of a sudden like my mom and dad would start bickering over something dumb and then it would, everybody starts arguing and it just becomes and then you get to your tios or your tia's house and everybody's grumpy and they hate each other and you just have like a bad attitude. So although I love doing like Christmas things and going to the snow and seeing Christmas lights, Christmas is always associated with negativity for me and that's sad. But I kind of have been trying the last few years to change that attitude because I, I'm a little grumpy bitch (laughs) when the holidays come because, you know, it it makes me sad that, like, my family doesn't talk anymore because of stupid crap. I'm sure you guys have those family members that all of a sudden your family just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And you think of, like, oh, it used to be so cool when everybody used to get along and when I was a kid, nothing was bad and everything was good and now everything sucks so I've had this like negative attitude towards the holidays for a long time so I have a hate love relationship with the holidays and I'm not the only person that feels that way there's always drama with people's families like at work you know we share stuff and come to realize that everybody has these issues everybody has them So for the past few years, I've tried to have a better attitude about the holidays and just make new traditions. And we have. In my family, now we do pajamas on Christmas Eve. And I think it's so fun to just everybody be matching. It's so corny, but I like it. And we do games and we try to make new traditions. And what I'm trying to say is that just because... You have this memory of having good times of holidays, but now you had a falling out with your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, mom, dad. 
it's okay to make new traditions. Growing up, like Latino, Hispanic, you have these traditions, que van a hacer los tamales a esta hora, and then everybody's in the kitchen, everybody's stressed out. My mom, like our side of that family, they used to do tamales on the same day of Christmas Eve when they would celebrate. So they would do them in the morning, and I'm like, that's chaotic. So what we do now is we make the tamales like two weeks ahead of time. We all get together on a Saturday or Sunday before Christmas Eve, and we make the tamales. Everybody helps porque el que no ayuda no come. We always say that. And that has made life so much simpler for everybody because you don't have to worry about making the tamales on the same day of Christmas Eve. And not only are the holidays hard for people who had falling outs with family members or friends, but they are also difficult for people who have lost family members or friends and have, you know, sadness. Around the holidays, you start seeing everybody con su mamá, su papá, and you're like, well, my dad's not part of my life, or my mom's not part of my life. I, I lost my mom, I lost my dad, or whatever it is. We just have to be more compassionate towards people because you don't know what they're going through. And sometimes I hate when people are like, well, why do you hate the holidays so much? And like, do you really want to sit down and have therapy with me right now? You just be understanding. Make sure that, you know, the holidays are really hard for a lot of people, especially people who suffer with mental health problems like depression, anxiety. And we just need to take a step back and let those people, like if you see your prima going to a room, don't judge her. She might need a breather. Maybe she's too much for her or your primo or they go out for a walk to smoke a little pot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but just don't be so judgmental on somebody. And please, please, please do not comment on anyone's weight. Que estás flaquito, que estás gordito. Uno no sabe what people are going through. You might think like, wow, like he gained a lot of weight. Maybe he's suffering with depression or she's suffering from depression or he lost a lot of weight. She lost a lot of weight. Um, Maybe they have a sickness. You don't know. Do not comment on people's weight. If that's the first thing that comes out of your mouth, like, no, don't ask anybody about their exes or about their baby daddy. Let's try to be more aware of other people's feelings and just empathize and remember about your boundaries it's okay if you don't want to be put in a situation where it's going to affect your mental health and you don't want to go to that person's house or that party or you want to don't want to overcommit because you're socializing way too much during this time and it's just not good for you don't put yourself in that situation make sure you say thank you i appreciate the invitation but I'm not going to be able to go. You don't have to give an explanation to anybody why you don't have to go. Or if they ask you, be like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. It's okay to say no. And that's the hardest thing for a lot of people is to say no to invitations because then you're going to be an ungrateful prima, primo, uh, daughter, son, whatever. It's okay. Put yourself first and your family. If you have your own family already and you don't feel like going to everybody else's house and don't go because you're just going to be unhappy what's the point of forcing yourself now if it's something that's important to you give yourself like let's say that it's important for you to make it to your grandma's house but you don't want to be there all the time because you kind of don't like your tia give yourself like okay from 12 to 1 will I eat con mi grandma y ya you know you did you put yourself through it for an hour just because you wanted to make it to see your grandma but you don't want to be there the whole time because you don't want your tia to ruin your mood. 
So give yourself like a timeline, a time frame that you're going to go visit your family. So you don't have to put yourself through a whole day with them and then end up getting in a fight with somebody. If you're a type of person like me who gets hangry easily, make sure you eat before you go to dinner because sometimes you get to dinner y todavía no está el pozole. And then I'm like hungry and grumpy. So now I make sure to eat before. And if you need to have your routine, like if you meditate or if you go for a walk, do that still, even though it's the holiday, because that if that helps you feel better about yourself and have a better attitude, then do it. If someone asks you about something that you don't want to talk about, let them know that you don't want to talk about. Don't force yourself to give information to other people that you don't want to give. If you can't afford gifts, don't give gifts. Another very, very important one in our culture, si no comes, you're rude, you're this, you're that. And sometimes people are on restrictive diets or they gave up meat and they don't eat what we eat. Don't make them feel bad for that. Like I said, we don't know why they chose to have this new eating habit or they don't they don't eat meat and they became vegetarian. Stop making people feel guilty for their choices. That's why sometimes people avoid going to family functions because people tease all the time like, oh, ya se cree, no quiere comer, and blah, blah, blah. Another huge one. If alguien te dice que no quiere tomar un shot, una cerveza, una bebida alcohólica, then don't be like, oh, come on, you don't want to drink or this and that. I am guilty of telling people that and... I now am more aware of not saying those things because what if someone's struggling with addiction that I don't know about and I'm over here making them feel guilty and what if it's already difficult for them to be around alcohol? So that's something that lately I have been more aware of that I don't do anymore because I used to be like, oh, you don't want to take a shot or you don't want to have a drink with me. And I don't even like drinking, so who am I to judge somebody that doesn't want to take a shot? And my cousins are probably listening to this and being like, yeah, stop judging me. Because I am very guilty of doing that, and I will no longer do that. Lately, I've also learned, like, when people take days off at work, oh, nice, lucky you. I said that to somebody the other day, and they're like, oh, not that lucky. I have to take my mom to chemo. And my, I, my heart just dropped, and I was like, I'm so sorry. And I learned, you know, but the thing is about... Things like that that happen, you have to learn and be better for the next person you have a conversation with. Because you, like I said, and I've been repeating myself this whole episode, we don't know what other people are going through. And I hope that you keep that in mind when you go to the holidays and you make your own traditions and try to have a better holiday, even though it's hard. I know it's difficult sometimes, but I am trying and I encourage you to try to. You only get to live one life. You only get to have time. Time is precious and no one can give that back to you. So make sure you spend it wisely and you spend it with people that make you happy, not people that make you sad. Don't forget to be patient and kind to people who are working during the holiday season to be there to get our groceries and do our Target runs and our Christmas shopping, Black Friday shopping. I hope you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving week. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Unbreakable Latina. On Twitter at Latina Podcast. Subscribe to YouTube. And I will be doing a Black Friday sale on my website. So stay tuned for that. And I will announce that on Instagram. And if you don't have Instagram, then go ahead and go to the website on Black Friday. 
and you can place your order to gift yourself or gift someone you know that listens to the podcast one a tote bag. I have a few shirts left and some stickers. I hope you guys have an amazing day and talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you.